0: I'm Samantha Bove, and this is She's Too Much. This show is for the woman who's been told that she dreams too much, talks too much, cares too much, thinks too much, feels too much, needs too much. And I say it's about damn time that we are even more. Because that thing you think makes you too much is the exact thing the world needs more of. If you're in the midst of a hard time, heavy season, or just a really stressful day, this podcast is for you. This episode was born out of years of me asking my therapists and mentors and reading books and listening to podcasts about how to get through hard times without losing my mind. And honestly, if one more person told me to meditate or journal or box breathe, oh, I was going to snap. What I really needed was someone to say, hey, it's okay to skip the workout class right now. It's okay to cancel plans watch trash TV, eat the foods that bring you joy, learn how to ask for help. So here are the top three things I wish someone had told me. The things that it took me years of going through some seriously intense tragedies and challenges and dark times. And I'm going to refer to these dark times as winter seasons. And I've had many of these in my life. Winter seasons are when the days feel colder and longer and it's harder to get out of bed. It's not easy like summer where you just throw on a sundress and pop into your day. Things move slower. They're in hibernation. You may feel like your entire life is on hold. Nothing is blooming and it feels like it's going to last forever. So I refer to some pretty big stuff in this podcast like breakups and deaths and sickness. But please note that even if you're not struggling with something society would label as BIG or capital T trauma, you could just be in a fear spiral today or waiting on a text message from a boy that you really like and you're absolutely anxious about it or you're about to start your period and you are depresso as hell. Don't judge yourself for how you're feeling. If you're feeling stressed, you're feeling heavy, this podcast is for you. So I'm going to break down the three things that are going to help you navigate this time with more ease, more grace, more acceptance, and maybe even with a perspective of finding some purpose and meaning in it. My number one tip for getting through a hard time, accept the mess and embrace comfort over growth. You've probably listened to a podcast, read a book, or heard some wellness influencer preach about how routines and healthy habits are everything. And yes, There is science to support this, and I totally agree. I love a good routine, and when you're in a really rough time, I want you to give yourself permission to throw them right out the window because the only thing worse than falling out of your routines is the shame that comes with not sticking to your routines. This is the time when you get to sleep late, Skip the Pilates class, order the comfort food, and cancel the plans. And if you're used to keeping up with really good routines, I know this isn't going to be easy. So the first thing you can do is try to scale back the routine. So instead of the 10-minute meditation, if I'm in a really tough time, that just looks like me laying in bed for an extra couple of minutes. And with my eyes open, just praying, praying for strength to get through the day, taking a few deep breaths to connect with myself but not forcing myself to sit there with my eyes closed and practice what I normally do. And again, some things could just be thrown out the window, like journaling. Sometimes my thoughts are too scary to face, and that's okay. You don't need to force yourself to do these practices. Sometimes you can just get through your day and feel and live it. I remember after my dad passed, I was talking to my therapist and saying, oh my God, it's been almost a year and I haven't been working out. I need to get back to my workout class. And she said, what if there is some wisdom in the resistance that you're feeling right now? You've just gone through a major trauma. Your nervous system and your body and your spirit is still healing. What if you just gave yourself the gift of time to slowly work back your strengths and slowly find new routines that work for you and are most supportive for you right now? In this time, I learned to prioritize my comfort for the first time in my entire life. And for a woman, that is a radical act to say, hey, I'm going to prioritize me being a comfy girl over contributing to you and your agenda. Yep, I'm going to prioritize my comfort over my to-do list, over my goals, and over my progress. I was so bad at making myself comfortable in all the ways. I would sit in an uncomfortable place even when I really wanted to ask somebody if I could scoot in and sit on the couch with them. I wouldn't ask people to turn the air conditioning down even though I was freezing. If somebody asked me if I was hungry when I was at their place for dinner, I would say no instead of making myself more comfortable and getting more food. This is so something that we do as women and so... I wanted to prioritize this, and I made my word of the year in 2021 comfy, and I looked at it as the screensaver on my phone every single day so I could teach myself how to make myself comfortable. I bought cozy blankets. I stacked my pantry with snacks and teas. I bought really nice oils that I allowed myself to rub on myself every single night. I decided it was okay to skip the documentaries and to just watch TV like Shits Creek and Gilmore Girls that made me laugh and taught me absolutely nothing but how to sit and be comfy. Every day I asked myself, no matter if I was working or if I was lounging at night on the couch, how could I make myself even more comfortable right now? Sometimes that meant lighting a candle, putting on really fuzzy socks, or sometimes it meant asking my partner to be cuddled and to just rub my back for five minutes. When we go through hard times, it is our opportunity to mother ourselves, to be tender, nurturing caregivers to ourselves. And I know that's really hard if you've been in hustle mode or in survival mode for a really long time. But right now you can ask yourself, if I was my child and she was feeling the pain and the worry and the stress that I am right now, how would I show up for her? If my little girl right now, my daughter, walked into this room and told me all the ways that she was struggling, how would I hold her? What would I cook for her? What kind of music would I play? How would I touch her hair? How would I speak to her? That is the dialogue, those are the actions, That you should be taking with yourself. You deserve that type of love. When I look back at all of the heavy seasons that I've been in, now I think to myself, oh sweet girl, why did you push yourself so hard? I wish I worked less. I wish I spent more time just hanging out with my dad. I wish I napped more and realized that winter is just a season and it's not conducive for making big strides and that's okay. In winter, things hibernate, they move slow, and sometimes things die. But seasons are temporary. It's gonna be summer again. You will return to your routines, I promise you. You're not going to spiral into a lazy person who can't do anything. That's not you. You are allowed to give yourself the gift of time to rest, be comfy, and to embrace your messiness, switch up your routines and throw some of them out the window altogether. My second tip for navigating a stressful time, don't try to find the message until you're through the mess. Instead, try to make meaning out of your experiences day to day. So often I see my friends in tough times struggling and they're like, Sammy, why is this happening? What is the point? What's the lesson? What's the purpose in this? Can I find the gift? Can I find the silver lining? My answer is always the same. The lessons will reveal themselves after you can look back on your experience with a little distance and perspective. If you try to search for the gifts while you're in the shitty situation, You're not going to find him, and it's only going to frustrate you more. People would often say to me, this is probably going to shock you. Shocked me when I was actively losing my dad. One day you'll see the gift in this. I was like, come again, bitch? A gift of watching my dad suffer? Are you kidding me? Poor timing on their part. But I now see what they meant. Because I'm through the experience. I can see the beauty of how deep I loved him and how deeply he loved me. I can see what an honor it was to take care of him so selflessly. I see the way that every single mundane moment of my life I am grateful for because I am healthy and I am able to move my body when he wasn't for so many years. I live my life with such a reverence for life. Because I saw his health and his life being taken from him in front of my eyes. But when I was in it, I would have never been able to see those lessons. What I did do, however, that made my life in the situation a lot easier was I made meaning out of every day. And I believe you make meaning out of life. You don't find meaning. It's not just there. You create it. You make meaning from the small mundane moments. And in a heavy season, you may have to search for them a bit. When I was in the thick of caregiving and spending most of my days in the hospital, sometimes the most meaningful parts of my day was just holding my dad's hand, was hugging him, was saying something absolutely outlandish and outrageous that I knew would make him laugh, playing some music we really liked, and really feeling the gratitude that he had for me for caring for him. I could have just walked through the motions of those moments, checked off the things I needed to do for him, and really fixated on how much it hurt me to see him in pain. But I chose to embrace each moment as the little gifts, and I hold them so close to my heart because I made meaning from them. They've created beautiful memories that actually bring me happiness In my breakup, I made meaning of how I was showing up with love, even when I wanted to lash out in anger. I focused on how proud I was that I was standing up for myself and decided that this will be one of the most meaningful moments in my life where I choose to love myself more than I loved someone else. Instead of playing the victim, I decided to be my own hero and make that mean something. So my encouragement to you is to create meaning as much as you can. And some days it may just be that you got dressed, you took a shower, you saw a butterfly that made you smile, or maybe you didn't curse out the insurance provider on the phone. That's a win too. Give yourself some time to see the lessons and focus on making meaning. And my number three biggest recommendation for getting through a hard time with ease is to learn to ask for help you are not a burden you are not too much this is the hardest thing for most people to really learn in their lifetime is to ask for help when you ask others for help it is a gift to them because it is giving them the opportunity to love And I get it. I mean, I did not want to be a burden to my friends. I did not want them to pity me. And I definitely don't want to kill a vibe. (laughs) I was only 19 when my dad got sick and I didn't know anyone whose parent was sick. Never mind someone who was fully caregiving for them in the way me and my sister were. I felt like I literally was a 60-year-old woman who was just tired and worn down by life and literally carrying the weight of the world on her shoulders. And I was really hesitant to tell my friends how scared I was, how overwhelmed I was out of fear that they wouldn't understand, and I honestly would just be a buzzkill. So I rarely ever brought it up. And they eventually stopped asking me how he was and how I was doing and what they could do to help. And after years... I realized that that was the least supportive thing I could have done for myself and for my dad. Now I know that if your friend or your partner isn't willing to see you and support you at your worst, they do not deserve you at your best. I think we live in this culture of like good vibes only. Recently, I was at a doctor's office and they literally had a sign that said good vibes only. I'm like, excuse me? I am here because I am feeling bad vibes and I'm hoping you can help me and I'm hoping that my feelings of bad vibes are welcome. Apparently they're not. And I think that this notion of being positive all the time and really celebrating these like good, positive, manifest vibes is extremely detrimental to someone who is seeking support in tough times. I think especially for women, we don't want to be perceived as weak complainers or naggy or ungrateful and I just kind of say f that sadness and anger rage grief they are just as worthy as happiness and joys they deserve just as much space love and recognition as the joyful emotions do and when we give ourselves permission to feel and be seen in our pain we give people the opportunity to love us to hold us and also the opportunity to express themselves in the same way when we avoid reaching out for help because we don't want to be a burden so instead of feeling like a burden when you reach out when you're in a hard time really think of it as a gift to give someone the opportunity to help you i believe we're also nervous that the people just won't show up for us in the way that we're hoping and listen that may happen There's been a lot of people who've let me down when I've expressed to them, hey, I'm in a hard time, can you help? And that's just a reality. And it hurts, trust me. But it also shows you who you can really trust in life. The people who are willing to sit down with you while you cry, come over and cook dinner, have a night in instead of going out. And I know it could be scary to give people the opportunity to disappoint you, But it's worth it because it shows you who your people really are. So I want to put this into action for you because I know you still might be thinking, okay, but actually how do I do this? So when I was going through my breakup, I decided, okay, I'm not going to treat this hard time in my life like I did with my dad's passing where I'm just going to do it by myself. I was like, this independent woman shit is not for me. I am a help me. I'm drowning girly right now like I'm gonna embrace this and I did and so I told my friends I'm scared I can't sleep I can't stop crying I feel like I'm gonna throw up I need your help this is one of the hardest things I've ever gone through please help my sister fed me every meal when I couldn't get out of bed for two days my best friend took off of work drove down from LA to San Diego, stayed with me for days and packed up my whole house. I threw my back out while I was packing and I reached out to friends I wasn't even that close with to help me pack. And that seriously accelerated and deepened our friendship. When I didn't know where I was going to live, my friends offered to move me into their guest room where I ended up living for months. And even though that independent woman narrative said, ah, go get your own place, just go do it. Um, figure it out on your own. I was like, no, I'm going to let them help me. This is going to make my life easier. I let them cook for me, care for me. And when I noticed myself censoring myself and shutting down my tears or not wanting to talk about the breakup because I didn't want to kill the mood, I gave myself permission to let them listen to me and to hold space for me. People want to love you. People want to be there for you just as much as you want to be for them. So lean on them and keep leaning on them because your hard season won't last. And when they're in theirs, you will be the one that they will call. You'll be the one that they can trust. So those are my three ways that you can start helping yourself today. Make this heavy season a little bit lighter and maybe even see it as an opportunity where you can learn to give yourself the gift of rest, to learn how to be comfortable, to practice creating meaning out of small moments, and to learn how to let others help you. If you felt seen in this podcast, if you're gonna take something from it and implement it in your life, please let me know. Send me a DM at Samantha Bove. And Take a moment to leave a five-star review, subscribe to the podcast, and share it with a friend so we can impact more women and rise together. And If you love this podcast, you're going to love my free guide, which is Three Weekend Plans to Strengthen Your Intuition. Right now, you deserve to have a little fun and to connect to your inner voice, and this guide will help you do so. Go to samanthabove.com forward slash intuition. And if you're looking to connect with a group of women who see you, who want to celebrate you, who can witness your bravery, your power, and your strength as you navigate a transition or a winter season of your own, I would love to invite you to one of my Reiki retreats. Go to SamanthaBove.com forward slash Reiki retreat to be put onto the wait list.